obviously we've got the backup of the episode we did where we played a game of baseball via coin tosses so this will never be the most boring episode we've ever done Hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Battery Mates, a daily podcast about baseball. Um, and we are, this is, a, yeah, we've had quite a run here, Matthew. Matthew, you're joining me from England, Manchester. I'm in England at the moment. I'm in Manchester, England today. Tomorrow, I'm going to be in New York, New York. Whoa, that's big news. And I am in Chicago. And tomorrow, I will be in Chicago. Illinois. So uh, we will be so close and yet so far away. Still pretty far. It's a big country. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big country. It's a big country. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Erie Canal is what will get close to connecting us. Uh, it could do. It could do. But by the time most people listen to this, um, <laughs> I will be, I will be coming in your ears from America. Yeah. You'll, everybody listening will be feeling your presence. Um, yeah. Yes. Some some of you some of you probably um in a physical way. Um uh, yes, not, not impossible. Not impossible <laughs> for the lucky few. <laughs> um we have a special edition of Battery Mates today. And I um and this Matthew, this was your idea, so I want to give you full credit. And if it bombs, I want to give you full credit. Um <laughs> it, this is, you know, it, this season has been uh how do you say rough? In terms of our availability, but also uh, the baseball being played uh, across the league, I, I think there are some good things and some bad things. Um, I would never take a position like, man, this season really stinks altogether. But I am going to do that for, for Battery Mates Nation. I'm going to take that position today that this season absolutely reeks uh, and is the worst. And Matthew, you're going to take a different position, I believe. We're going to have a debate. Uh, well, the, yeah, my position is you're wrong, and the season is great, and um, I have uh, the facts to back it up. And um, as you know, facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I, uh, I believe people facts have told me to fuck my feelings. Um, <laughs> it's just, just not. This is aggressive when a fact on a page says that but anyway so should we jump right into this i, I want to explain the format to bet so usually if, you know the avid listeners of battery mates are saying where's the round the horn i'm i feel lost without you know <laughs> the ball being whipped around the horn um and we're just going to skip that this time around we're going to do cover a lot of topics but uh matthew's going to take the position that the major league baseball season in 2023 uh has been uh not awful but in fact great and I am going to take the position that Major League Baseball has had a hideous season. Uh, and we'll have one minute each. And we'll go back and forth. Um, uh, you know, one supporting fact argument per minute. Uh, and um, I don't know, Matthew, you, I, think, I think you should kick us off, right? I'm happy to kick us off and then you can uh, retort. I'm going to get the timer ready here. Um, yeah, I will. I will. Yeah, I will go. I will go second. Um, okay. <laughs> are you ready? 
I'm 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 ready. Yeah, I'm okay. well. I'm I'm as ready as work has allowed me to research my readiness this week. So we'll mm. see how we go. Not so okay. confident in your take, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew, yeah. tell me why this season rules. Well, the bottom line is that the Nationals, in fact, do not suck. If you were following the prediction contest at the beginning of the season, you will have seen uh, Barstool Sports describe the 2023 Washington Nationals as the most obvious 100 lost team ever. We are in fact on track for a season of 73 and 89. That's not good, but it is far in excess of expectations. We're ninth in hits, 10th in average, first in fun. We've been 27 and 23 since the All-Star break and they are playing good baseball. They are none of the team are, are all-stars in a, in a real sense of that word, uh, but they are playing good baseball against good teams, great baseball against terrible teams. And instead of waiting until 2025 for good baseball, we've got it this year and next year is looking really, really good. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I'm going to, I will retort with, by saying uh, you're wrong. Um, well, I, I'm not going to say you're wrong. The nationals have been surprisingly good. Unfortunately, I don't root for the nationals. The nationals are uh, uh, surprisingly mediocre i would say um the guardians are uh, surprisingly mediocre as well uh they won the division with 92 wins last year a lot of people including myself had them to win about 90 this year um uh, some people were less optimistic and had us at like 85 but we were in the hunt and uh the reality is we're about we've been about five or six games below 500 for most of the second half of the season uh we've somehow hung around the division for a lot longer than we should have. And, that, and that's shame on the twins for letting that happen. Um, but the, the twins put an end to that this week, winning two out of three in Cleveland. And now we're six back with 22 to play. Uh, I, that's we're not going to, we're not going to get back into the division race. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's just not been a lot of fun and that's, that's real downer. So this year stinks, Matthew. Why am I wrong? I could, <laughs> we both got timers going off. <laughs> um, uh, I think this is a uh, partly a manifestation of expectations. My expectations were rock bottom basement expectations and yours were sky high or yeah. east high. And we met in the middle. So I'm feeling good. But it's not just the results on the field. We also have some young guys who are actually fun, most notably CJ Abrams, who I'm going to say a little bit about later on. He has 40 stolen bases. He's only the third national in Washington, D.C., uh, Washington Nationals history, uh, which is not that long, but it's long enough now to be notable uh, to make 40 stolen bases in a season. Trey Turner did it a couple of times, but he wasn't as young as CJ Abrams is. 40 stolen bases, another 20 games or so to go in the season. Lane Thomas, who you might remember, we acquired by renting uh, John Lester to the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, um, oh, yeah. is uh, the 22nd most valuable player in, in um, 
my in the Yahoo Fantasy Baseball League, <laughs> which is not the the this is not the marquee <laughs> way of uh, assessing these things, but it's important to me. And more on that later as well. Cabot Ruiz, who we got from the trade with uh, uh, LA Dodgers for Max Scherzer, is hitting bombs again. And it's just a fun team. We've had six walk-off wins this season. Don't know where that compares, but it's definitely, definitely fun. And they're scrapping out uh, mm. one-run uh, wins um, from from nowhere against teams that should be should be a lot better than them. And that's just fun. They are just fun, and it is nice to. It's just nice to beat expectations and do it with a bunch of kids who you know are going to be around for a while. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that, and yet I and yet I I, I look around uh, at the division that the Guardians play in, and I see um, an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, as as fun as it sounds like the Nationals are having, um, everyone in the Central in the American league is having a bad time. Even the twins are winning the division, but they're having to convince themselves that they're a good team. They're not. Um, I mean, they're a better team than we are, but they're not a good team. Um, they're barely above 500, uh, but they're out of reach. The white Sox are an absolute, absolute dumpster fire. This team was supposed to compete for the division. They are out of it, like way, way out of it and have been for months. Um, their owner last week said the 2023 season was my, 2023 season, my 43rd season in baseball. It was absolutely the worst season I've ever been through. And it wasn't, it was like not even over then. Um, he said it was embarrassing, disgusting. Um, later that week, someone got shot at a White Sox game. Really? Like they got shot. We still don't know why or how. Um, it was a very bizarre story. Uh, it, uh, it, at one point, uh, it sounded like someone might have snuck a gun in in their the folds of their stomach, which is, again, uh, not a great situation in Chicago. The highlight of the White Sox season might be the fact that Tim Anderson and Jose Ramirez got in a fist fight that they lost. Um, and, you know, let's look quickly around the rest of the division. The Tigers, they're kind of fun and young, but they are crappy, too. They stink. Uh, they're worse than the Guardians. They're going to win 73 games this season, probably. Um, the Royals, legitimately one of the worst teams in modern history. But no one will remember them because the A's are worse. The A's are a worse team. And so the Royals are going to skate by having a god-awful season. Um, and it's just, and there's not, you know, honestly, it doesn't look like the, any of these teams is turning into a, um, you know, a world beater next season either. Uh, we'll see. Um, but. Okay, why? Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me. I mean, I some of those reasons actually are kind of fun. But tell me why this this is. You know, I think the season stinks. Go ahead. Uh, I said that the young guys on the team were fun, um, but it's going to get more fun for the Washington Nationals. Um, there are upsides to breaking your team down. Apparently, um, you have to you have to eat shit for a while, but then it comes good. We've got some really really good players coming through the farm system to the extent that people are paying attention to our minor league teams in a way that they do not usually do. I listen to a daily podcast um, about the Nationals, and they now have a minor league section where they just go through what's happening to some of the prospects who are coming through. Dylan Cruz uh, was our number two pick in this year's draft. He's straight into number three in the MLB top prospects. Uh, he's already um, at double uh, A and is uh, mashing and could be at the uh, uh, Nationals next year. Uh, we have James Wood, uh, an outfielder who is number six in the MLB top prospects, top 100 prospects. And we also have the number 68 um, top 100 prospect, Brady House. 
that is a bunch of prospects coming through. Um, there, are, there are others in the system who who seem good, and obviously CJ Abrams, Luis Garcia, uh, Carter Giboom already um, are already up there. So we could have an entire team of young fun guys, um, uh, and that's before you even start spending any money, which the team has uh, headroom to do because the payroll is so low uh, right now. If we can sort out our ownership, so it's just it's just fun. It's just like. I've never. I, I. It's a long time since I paid attention to the draft, and now we've got someone cool coming through. Young kids are fun. They are fun. Um, I'm here to tell you that uh, young kids, the kids are all right. Well, I'm here to tell you that they they're fun for one minute, and then expectations get in the way. And <laughs> I, there's some there's storylines this season. I don't know baseball. Um, rookies struggling sophomore slumps they're just like trite it's a trite storyline i've had enough of it um you know avid listeners again will remember the guardians last year were the youngest team in baseball um they were a true feel-good story of kids not knowing enough to be crushed by the high pressure moments um they like you know won in most inconceivable ways and scraped their way to a 92 win season and one win away from the alcs we're still the youngest team in the american league um, and if we wouldn't have added five veterans uh, from the waiver scraps in the last few weeks, we'd probably be we'd, we would be the youngest team in all of baseball still. Um, but, you know, Jose, uh, sorry, uh, Stephen Kwan and Andres Jimenez and Will Brennan are not the players they were last year. And, um, you know, that's that's going to happen in baseball. Baseball adjusts to you and you got to adjust back and we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, but I just got to say, speaking of, of, of trite storylines, injuries are lame. You know, Shane Bieber, Tristan McKenzie, Josh Naylor all have missed significant time this season. McKenzie missed most of the year. Um, and now Shohei Otani, you know, if you don't care about the Guardians, Shohei Otani's hurt and probably won't pitch next season. This is it's just like, come on, this is that's just garbage. This season stinks. Matthew? I mean, talking of injuries, Steven Strasburg is uh, yeah. pretty injured, um, but we expected that. And I think a lot of what I'm saying here about this season not sucking is really it's not sucking as much as we thought it was going to. And we thought Steven Strasberg wasn't coming back. He's not coming back. He seems seriously hurt in a way that's life affecting, which yeah. really sucks for him. Um, but one thing that is good about this season is we won the Juan Soto trade. This is not about Juan Soto. I love Juan Soto. He has behaved impeccably. He is a great baseball player. I think he's going to go on to do great things. He's just not doing those great things with the the Padres. Uh, he has a 4.8 uh, F4 through his first 160 games in San Diego. Just CJ Abrams and Mackenzie Gore have a combined 2.8 uh, war. And Soto is finishing his time with the Padres next year. We've got Abrams and, and Gore for a long time to come. Then you fa factor in James Wood, uh, who I mentioned before, who is number six in the MLB top 100 prospects, plus Robert Hassel III, who's not in the top 100, but has already made it to AA and is moving his way through the farm system. And it seems pretty clear, as much as I love Juan Soto, this was a one-sided deal in a way that I don't think I saw coming because I'm an idiot, but a lot of people who aren't idiots didn't see coming as well. And I don't take any uh, pleasure from that from a Juan Soto point of view. Wish him the best. Think he's wonderful. Love him to bits. But it is really, really good from the perspective of that was the right call. <laughs> and I think if you're if you're trading Juan Soto, 
uh, anywhere anywhere before his the end of his contract you got to get that right <laughs> you have got to get that right otherwise that is going to hang around your neck for a long time and uh uh mike rizzo got it right i Fair mean it, i think it's they take they took the approach that the guardians take a lot of, in a lot of their trades um where it's like you get a lot of quantity of prospects and so you, you don't you're not banking on one player to kind of um you know make you know to 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 actually make it um, you, if, if a few of these guys work out, you won the trade. And um, if more than a few work out, man, it's a it's a steal. Um, anyway, I agree. That's that's kind of fun. Um, love Juan Soto. Um, but that's 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 always good to see. Um, uh, you know, a scrappy a scrappy trade like that. Um, let me tell you why the season sucks, Matthew. Um, the Astros are the reigning champs. So I could just stop there. Uh, they're the reigning champs in Houston, and um, they got to go to the White House where Justin Verlander wore a tan suit. And, you know, I got to say that is very funny. I, I got to give them props for the joke that that's funny. Um, but it's also disgusting that the Astros were at the White House celebrating a World Series championship. And so I just got to say, maybe I just won the debate because that is just garbage that that was allowed to happen. Uh, that the baseball gods allowed that to happen. Um, but uh, just to, in my eight seconds remaining here, we we had to trade, make some trades like uh, uh, not Luan Soto trade. You know, we don't have it. We didn't have a player like Juan Soto, you know, ever. Um, but we made some trades that were unpopular and still are unpopular in Cleveland at the trade deadline, shedding some major league talent to kind of solidify our. Uh, you know, our lineup for the future. Um, and uh, it's it's rough. It's rough around here, especially we're one game back at the trade deadline and everybody's like, what, what are you doing? What are you... But, uh, you know, we'll talk more about that in the off season uh, or the preseason, whatever we do. Uh, um, yeah, more, more analysis on that coming. But this season stinks. It doesn't stink. And I'm going to tell you why. And I will just be clear that i'm now in uh moving away from the nationals and more into general shouting yeah. uh <laughs> i want to talk about the new york metropolitans ladies <laughs> and gentlemen they have a payroll of 354 million dollars that is more than the combined payrolls of cincinnati pittsburgh tampa bay baltimore and oakland and of that list let's not let's not forget uh uh baltimore are pretty good at baseball right now <laughs> and it's not simply a uh a combination of all of the trash out there who's tampa uh, bay uh <laughs> tampa bay so, so yes. is cincinnati yeah i mean cincinnati's pretty uh, okay. the, these are these are good uh teams and between the five of those teams the five of those teams they are spending less on their payroll this year than the mets who are in a scrap a bare knuckle brawl for last place in NL East with the Washington Nationals, who were guaranteed to lose 100 games this season. Only three teams in the National League have a worse uh, record than the New York Mets. People have joked about Mets Metsing and <laughs> them being a terrible organization, but this is really, really spectacular not just the terrible results on the field, but the way that Max Scherzer was uh, traded 
a complete debacle, an embarrassment of uh, riches. Even last week, they had an inning where they messed up uh, because they didn't know how many outs there were in the inning. And it's just honestly wonderful to see. Really, really good shit. <laughs> you were awarded, at a base, I don't know if you heard this, but the baseball gods awarded you another minute um, to make that argument. They, you, you, you were awarded two <laughs> full minutes to talk about that. Um, uh, you know, I, I just when I thought I had the debate won, Matthew, I, I, I hear that and I go, huh, that's interesting. That may, that's a compelling argument. Um, but let me let me remind you something else happened this season. Uh, Rob Manfred was unanimously reelected to the commissionership of baseball, <laughs> and I, I, it's hard to it's hard to fully explain to people who don't pay that close attention just how astounding that is from the standpoint of a baseball fan. It's 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 evident that Rob Manfred has. For better and for worse, for or for worse, forever changed this sport, <laughs> um, and in mostly bad ways, and has made decisions after decision that were questionable at best and embarrassing in other moments. Um, and you know, I, I I think say what you will about the pitch clock. I know that some people really enjoy it. All I know is it's less baseball, and that's not really what I signed up for. Um, I I miss I regularly miss entire half innings because I am dealing with a child um, or, and that's not something any, any parent should have to do. We shouldn't have to miss entire half innings because there's something our, our kids need. Come on. So anyway, uh, Rob Manfred getting reelected big negative on the season and good luck. Good luck coming back from that. I, <laughs> I'm not going to defend Rob Manfred. I'm not, <laughs> not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about the pitch clock. I'm not going to talk about the bigger bases. I'm not going to talk about the shift having actually um, uh, worked. Uh, Rob Manfred sucks, and there's nothing good to say about him. I'm going to leave it at that. But there is some other shit that is worth bearing in mind about how good this season is. I'm just going to go quick fire because I know that we've um, been going back and forward. Obviously, we've got the backup of the episode we did where we played a game of baseball via coin tosses. So this will never be the most boring episode we've ever done. Um, <laughs> do go back and do go back and listen to that if you um, if you haven't uh, had the opportunity to listen to me and Toby play a game of baseball via coin tossing audio only. It is even worse than it sounds. But it's going to throw some other shit out there just to go rapid fire. Uh, the Yankees suck. This season is a very, very bad year for the Yankees, and that means it's a very, very good year for the rest of baseball. They suck in a way that is embarrassing um, to them and almost as inexplicable as for the New York Mets. So against expectations, they weren't going to storm their way through, but they are far, far, far underperforming, and that's really, really enjoyable. They're in last um, place, yeah. The, they're they're in last place, uh, super super wedded to last place. Um, the Los Angeles uh, Angels of Anaheim um, <laughs> had the worst trade deadline in history. It was literally like uh, a slightly drunk poker player going all in on eight seven offsuit, just 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 to see that they might get something in the river. That's 
inc- just amazing. And that, that's even before that uh, uh, Shohei Otani got uh, injured. Uh, that was really, really dreadful. And then finally, the other thing about this season not sucking is I know that nobody cares about your fantasy team, but I am in second place in my fantasy baseball league. And um, not having grown up in America, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage in all things sports related. And um, I'm pretty, pretty proud of that. So that's those are those are my reasons why this season does not stink. Um, yeah, I mean that's look. Nobody cares about your fantasy team, but my fantasy team is pretty good. That's 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 a good argument. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm in fourth place in my fantasy league, and no way to get into third. Um, which again, the season stinks. Um, I think if I had to say. One last thing about, and we and we we do have to do a quick word from our sponsor because otherwise this episode won't be paid for. Uh, you know, I, this is more Guardians fodder, I think, but it's kind of all of baseball. It, it's pretty clear now that Terry Francona is retiring at the end of the season. Um, he's gonna had a lot of health issues the last couple seasons. He's missed significant time. Um, he came back after a really exciting year last year when not not everybody expected him to. And it was clear he had an open-ended contract. Like whatever he wanted to step aside, uh, he he the he would. And it it become clear uh, in the interviews uh, as of yesterday, especially. He said it's time, you know. So it's it's happening. He doesn't want to have this big like farewell, um, you know, uh, parade of people giving him gifts in other cities and whatnot, um, like people like David Ortiz will do. I'm sure whenever he retires. Um, <laughs> <Good old bitch. laughs> um but you know that's uh you know that miguel cabrera is doing that this season um and, and t- you know <laughs> no shade uh miguel, miguel cabrera is a first battle hall of famer um but uh you know it's i think Tito, it's not tito's style to do to go out that way and so a lot of people in baseball don't even know this that this is probably his last year almost certainly his last year um and but it's just that it's a, it sucks i mean that's really that really stinks the era of cleveland baseball that is um unparalleled in terms of uh seriousness and you know sustained competition i mean the, the late mid to late 90s were incredible um and better than this era but uh you know i i i think that what tito did with those teams has just been something special to watch and you know, we're in the middle, of, we're beginning of a contention window, and it's gonna. It's I think fans don't fully aren't fully grasping in Cleveland at least uh, how tough it's going to be to make that transition and land it. Um, but we'll see. Um, you have anything else before we do a word from our sponsor? Nope. I'm. All right. I'm. All I'd say is um, <laughs> that was actually a good reason why the season sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's there are a lot of good reasons the season sucks. But, you know, I will say it's baseball still. And, you know, play this episode back to me, uh, you know, in November when there's no more baseball on to watch. And I, I uh, I'm sure I will be embarrassed um, because I don't want to take for granted any baseball we have. OK, but hold on. Hold on. I got to do a quick word from our sponsor before we wrap this episode up. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by. DraftKings, the co-exclusive official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. The stripes in the grass, the sound of a well-struck ball, the smell of your mitt, the parlay that doesn't hit and makes you forget your team is winning. It's about the love of the game. 
and the ability to lose a sizable portion of your paycheck because Lars Newtbar only saw four pitches in that at bat. It's why we watch. Yeah. Head on over to Dra DraftKings and use the offer code BATTERYMATES to redeem your first Lars Newtbar bet on us. That's <laughs> DraftKings, the co-exclusive official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. <laughs> Thanks to... I, can I get one more why the season sucks in here? Um, I, I, I am, I am, I am absolutely sick over the analysis we're seeing from local broadcasts and ESPN and big broadcast, like where it's like, here's our, here's our things to look for in this game. And it's like the over under on will Stephen Kwan have over 1.5 hits. And it's like, that's not analysis. Oh my God. Like what is yeah. going on? Like, yeah. It's just not, it's not journalism. I know that local sports broadcasting has never been journalism, but it's so far away from journalism and it's, it's feeding a, you know, an industry that is less than on the up and up, um, except for yeah. DraftKings. They're great. DraftKings, wonderful. Everybody else, <laughs> fucking awful. Um, well, they've paid for my flights tomorrow um, <laughs> and for my tickets on Sunday. And this is, um, sorry to talk about baseball all of a sudden, but. Um, I, I'm going to, the, I'm going to the baseball on Sunday for the first time this year. And that it feels really, really weird. So I, I was, um, <laughs> at the beginning of each week, I look at the schedule, uh, to just to see which games are going to be on during the day UK time. <laughs> so basically I can only, I can only watch or listen to games that start at 1 PM or 4 PM, any later than that. And it's just, I'm not going to not going to um, be awake. So at the beginning of the week, I check, you know, it's usually sometimes a Monday game, sometimes a Thursday game, almost always Saturday, almost always Sunday. I looked ahead uh, the beginning of this week and I was like, oh, cool. Saturday and Sunday. I wonder where the kids will be. Will I be able to watch that game? Sunday's 6 p.m. And then I, and it took me like several minutes before I realized I was going to be in the United States, <laughs> in Washington, D.C., with tickets to be at the game and it wouldn't be 6 p.m it would be 1 p.m and i would be sitting in the sunshine drinking a one can of 20 ounce and then another can of 20 ounce and then another can of 20 ounce <laughs> and i really really um almost emotional <laughs> almost <laughs> emotional just thinking about it it's it's i mean honestly that's the that's if, if no other reason this season doesn't stink for that reason um, you get to see some live baseball, Matthew. Well, I did time my trip. I mean, I didn't time my trip. Work timed my trip, but the trip is timed for when we're playing the LA Dodgers. So we will probably get absolutely <laughs> beat to shit. But um, that's not why I'm going. I'm going because being at a baseball game is like nothing else. I um this year my annual baseball trip I think this happened after we last recorded um was in Texas we went to Texas this year um which by the way god awful hot that's this time of year July <laughs> holy fuck it is so so hot um so hot uh but it's an indoor stadium it's like a mall um and a kind of a cool stadium I I I give it mediocre to high marks um above average marks maybe um the Rangers kicked our butts. But uh, I will say another good thing about this season, I caught another foul ball. And uh, two, that's, that makes two for me. And I know at the next question, everybody's going to ask is, uh, did you give it to a kid? And the answer this year is yes. Um, we had just just met our neighbors and um, 
an inning or two before and found out that the like 12 year old girl sitting next to us was had come from San Antonio to, t- to Dallas uh, for her birthday to watch baseball. And I was that's like, a, that's a long way, right? It's a long, yeah, it was like a long drive. Um, I think three or four that's hours. A, that's a long way. Yeah. I mean, I had come from farther distance, Matthew, but I, you know, I'm also 41. Um, and it was, and it, to be clear, it was a, it was a, uh, one of those foul balls that ricocheted and bounced back, but I barehanded it with a beer in the other hand. Um, and, uh, you know, gave it to our neighbor, um, who was very appreciative. And, um, I, I did send the picture around to a lot of people and they were like, you know, it, it does look creepy. Cause I took a picture yeah. with her and um, I didn't mean yeah. it to look creepy or be creepy. And it wasn't, cre- let me tell you, it was not creepy. Um, I'm doing too much talking. Well, I don't, you, I mean, I can say, I can say this because you, I was one of the people you sent it to and I wasn't there and I don't know the kid or not related to the kids. Um, uh, didn't see it in person. So I don't know if it was creepy. I, I have no, I have no way of knowing that. But let me tell you, the picture did look creepy. It's so bad. Yeah, I, 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 I was mostly talking to her mom the whole time. I was really getting along with uh, her dad and her mom. Better here. No, <laughs> don't know what you're <laughs> But uh, I'm going to switch subjects really quickly. Before I met them, our other neighbors in our section, I found out there was this guy staring at the field and just staring at Andres Jimenez who we were we were in the upper deck so like staring down on the field and kind of like trying to get his attention and I'm like dude you're so you're too far away and then Andres Jimenez looked up and pointed at him and like waved at him and I was like holy crap and it turned out it was Andres Jimenez's cousin I mean I Aww. struck up a conversation with him and uh it turns out he was cousin of a major league baseball player and I was like what that what's that like that's got to be really cool and he's like yeah, it's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> How often do you get to see him? He goes, well, we see him when he comes to Houston and when he comes to Dallas. Um, and he's like, I haven't really traveled to see him beyond that. that seems like a good deal. Yeah. Anyway. That seems fair enough. Matthew, I think anyway. next year, all right, your, your your nationals are playing in Cleveland next year, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just going to say, maybe Bork has, a, has think, something you have to be in Cleveland for. Um, I think I think that that's a good idea. I think and, we need to make that happen. And I, I, I think that if if any, you know, sponsors out there want to help make that happen, you know, uh, maybe that's a way. Maybe that's the opportunity to launch our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, get Matthew to Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> let's let's burn the river. Um, anyway. But it's now six in the morning, Matthew's I've got, time. I've got to, I've got to get to bed because I'm I'm going to be up for this flight tomorrow. By the time you listen to this um, episode. I will at the very least be at the airport, if not on a plane. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Obviously, Justin Braski is going to listen to this episode in about 13 minutes time. But uh, <laughs> for normal listeners or, or the other three, um, I, I, I will be I will be in you. <laughs> oh, and when you're in me. Us, in us, in us. That's not when you're in us. Uh, you know, do you know, you know how the um, when the Pope would go on journeys, uh, go to other countries, Pope John Paul II did this. He traveled a lot and he'd come down the stairs of the uh, papal plane, he'd get to the bottom of the stairs, get down on his knees and kiss the tarmac. 
as a way of you know showing respect i will arrive um at uh, john fitzgerald kennedy airport tomorrow i will come down the stairs of the uh, airplane i will reach the tarmac and i will immediately shag those balls shag those balls <laughs>